The breeze that is still present in the mine shaft and is funneling through your direction toward the exit. That isn't unusual in itself. Plenty of mines have chimneys, have ventilation, and uh, uh, circuits of of wind will quickly develop and loop their way through and out of any exit they can find. But the odour is unusual. There is a sort of pungency to this mine uh, that makes you think of damp uh, to one degree. It's a little fungal in nature, which is more worrying, because anyone knows you shouldn't just be breathing in spores at all times. But it's yeah, got a bit of a composty vibe. Right, well, on ahead we go. So, my understanding is that this was one of the initial dig sites for Atlas Mines uh, down in Solemn Vale. Uh, this is why we're entering through it now. Most of the others were closed up. At the time that uh, Atlas left the mines, I believe they detonated some of the roots in, as companies are wont to do. Uh, but this one was left intact, for whatever reason, presumably just in case they wanted to reclaim any equipment. Uh, but my records show that this was the main entrance for the miners. Uh, they would make their way down here, and that's it. Just coming up now around this corner, you have the central shaft. And you find yourself... and. Thankfully, there are some safety measures in place here. Uh, there's a small, about waist-level iron fence, and beyond it, a great dip, just a vertical shaft, more like a lift shaft than a mine shaft. So, what the miners started by doing, I'm told, or I read is they found sufficient tin deposits around here and deeper down that while there are some tributaries at this level that will take you, again, fairly close to the surface, the richest finds were deep, close to sea level. Now, they had attempted to dig in from the cliff side uh, to get there, but the, the, the cost supposedly. I, I don't know the inner workings of these things. But the cost of what amounted to fording up the sea by putting, what do they call them, spits and things like that in place to uh, stop themselves from being well, frankly drowned every time they dug, was far too great. It was better to dig in through the safety of the earth than combat both earth and water. And so they dug down into the cliff. That's what we're looking at down here. My word, very impressive, isn't it? Oh, yes, yeah. Once upon a time, there would have been a wooden uh, lift. Uh, well, no doubt, or, uh, no doubt metal as well, I guess, as the mine developed in age. Uh, but I have nothing on record to explain what happened to that. You can see, and she shines her light upwards, there are still the workings up there, that uh, the, the joists and the pulleys and so on, that would have attached, but there's no sign of chains or ropes. So 
maybe it's one of the few things that Atlas took with them when the mine was decommissioned. I, I would have thought it was quite likely. So, um, yes, I, I suspect they, 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 there would have been uh, a man engine, you know, a cage that descended in, in, this, in this area. Um, it would have lowered, looking at the size of the shaft, I don't know, maybe eight or ten... Oh, they used to pack them in like sardines, didn't they? Mm, but this is not a this is not a big shaft, so mm. it would depend on whether it was one or two. Well, yes, because there were there were often well. different levels. Uh, no, yes, of a, yes, of a absolutely. That's why the yes. damn things were so precarious, weren't they? Oh yes, yes, they collapsed all the time. Well, as you can see around here, there are some. Uh, I guess they would amount to corridors going off into the tunnel, which is probably where you'd find any kind of engine to operate the lift. So we can stay at this level if you like, or. If you're happy to wait a moment, as I say, I'm a bit of an amateur splunker myself. I do have ropes and gear back in the car. We have our crampons. I can make sure that we could abseil down this shaft. It's not going to be any danger, no danger at all. We will um, plant some uh, hooks and winches into the ground up here, onto these railings. They look sturdy. And uh, we can gently lower ourselves down into the mine to actually see whether there's anything worth digging up. I think we'll need to, to be honest, because uh, richer deposits that are likely to still be left are not going to be on this level. You want to wait up here, Catherine? Oh, good lord, no, dear. No, I'm perfectly fine to go down there. Well, in that case, I was rather hoping you'd say that. I will be back anon. And she heads off. Back to the car. So Catherine is going to uh, wander round and uh, look closely at the walls and she's going to whip a small magnifying glass out of her bag um, and spend a few minutes looking at different areas around uh, around the walls, looking for inclusions or occlusions and uh, trying to determine what kind of stone she's looking at, what kind of minerals. And uh, every now and again she'll sort of scratch at something with a nail and, and sort of go... And... Uh, and maybe scribble some notes in her notebook. Uh, Catherine then could make a. We'll go for a. This is a minor one, an influence roll. So could you roll your men, your mind pool, please? Right. Down to three now. Okay, I got a five, a three, and a two. Okay, uh, on a five, that's absolutely fine. Uh, you can see there's some notches in the ground around where you are that aren't as old as everything else. So someone has been scuffing the ground, digging into it, just a little, just a little. But you can see holes that look as if tools have been planted in them. Things like hooks and uh, joists for pulleys and so on. You know, like two perfectly circular holes next to each other where someone may have punched uh, a metal ring into the ground. Um, but the tool itself isn't there anymore. I will have a, a little sort of explore of these and uh, and try and work out what it might have been from the knowledge I have of... Uh, which is not anywhere near as in-depth as uh, as my my friend's. Um, my knowledge of mining, uh, trying to picture what might have been there and sort of checking to see... Because 
they don't seem to be as quite so quite as as, as age smoothed as some of the others that I've uh, I've looked at. No, I, again, you're no geologist per se, but you probably put this in the rate of up to the last five years uh, at a guess, and it wouldn't surprise you if some of these holes have been made by other people surveying this ground. Uh, people who are about to do exactly what you are about to do, which is drive some hooks into the ground and start your descent into the mine. Roger, come and have a look at this. Hmm? Sad. Oh, look at these. It's almost as though... I mean, these are definitely not as old as some of the ones in the, in the wall. Look at these ones over here. Hmm. hmm. These are fairly recent. If you feel them, they're still quite rough. They're not age-smoothed or anything like that. I no, place, no, I I, 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 this place obviously children have been in, but do you think people have been actually abseiling down like we're about to do? Because that's sort of what it looks like to me. I'd say possibly that these... These were probably driven in within the last, what, ten years or so, I would Certainly say? Not as, they're, not, they're not contemporaneous with the, uh, the mine work. No, 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 not at no. all. Not at all. Uh, I... I I'd put them within the last few years, certainly. Mm. Um, but then, um, as Fox did say, that there'd been various film crews and things inquiring here. Oh, inquiring is not the same as coming in, driving a bloody great hope into the stone, now is it? Mm, but but for, for, for every four or five crews that inquire about something, <laughs> there's usually one or two that make their own inquiries, mm. let's say. It's maybe yes. it's one something like that. Could I ask for a weird roll from Catherine, please? I think you've only got one weird point. I had one weird point, yes. I rolled a one. Yeah, nothing seems terribly strange about this. It's, uh, it is as Roger believes, you think, that yeah, there's probably someone who has uh, not decided to ask for permission, and they may have just been poking around a little too much. Uh, what's disheartening in that regard is there could be someone who is going to pip you to the post with your books or presentations, Catherine, if someone else has been digging around down here. Yes, that would be most annoying. You can hear footsteps coming back from the entrance. Trump, trump, trump. Ah, good, you you hadn't disappeared. Here we go. Uh, can I just ask you, um, has anybody else been doing what we're about to do, abseiling down into the shaft itself. Because I was just looking at these uh, these indentations over here, which look comparatively fresh, if you know, for want of a better word. It looks as though somebody's done similar to what we're about to do and dug something into the stone. I don't believe this might have been part of the original mine workings. She gets down on her knees. She runs her fingers over the ground. She tries to loop her finger into the hole and out the other side. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, that's definitely a mark of climbing gear. Someone has uh, drilled a hole or punctured a hole into the ground and uh, put a ring through it, probably clasped it shut, used this as a bit of a winching point. Hmm. wonder if it's safe for us to do the same. Well, there's no uh, rope hanging here with uh, no one hanging at the other end, so I would assume so. 
Yes, and, uh, well, and I say this to reassure you as well, if something had happened, not only would we be aware of it, but also, well, if I'm uh, to be... Let, let's paint a grisly picture here. Let's say someone, some fool teenager, decides they're going to uh, hook on a rope and go abseiling. As they rappel their way down the shaft, let's say the the rope comes loose. Well, the hook would still be here, wouldn't it? Yes, or absolutely. If, or if their weight uh, overpowered the, the hook, then you wouldn't see the holes, you'd just see a dirty great hole where the hook was yanked out. It, it, in short, whoever's been down here has come back up. Marvellous. This sort of thing that happens a lot round here. Solemn veiled teenagers uh, keen on these sorts of pranks. I haven't noticed any graffiti or anything in the town, but then I suppose. Uh... Well, that, that's the other thing, isn't it? The town is pretty well regimented. Uh, uh, you know, uh, by that I mean people respect their elders in the town. The children respect their elders, but children will be children, and if they're going to go and do something like graffiti or damaging the ground, and she gestures at the hole, then it's likely they're going to be doing it out of sight of their parents. I don't think this is any different than what you might see anywhere as urban as Leeds or as rural as the Isle of Wight. No, I'm sure sure it'll be fine. Yes, uh, and the one thing I can say, however, and I'm a bit disappointed, is no one has sought permission. Or rather, no one was granted permission to do this. Yes, that was what made me curious when I saw it. Well, there's some societies of potholers, people that like to uh, drop into the earth, like myself, who sometimes feel like, well, if the hole's there, who's going to stop me, really? Uh, They call themselves, uh, well, sort of danger-seekers, thrill-seekers, evil-can-evil types. Is there a, a local um, speleology group in Solemn Vale? Speleology? Caving. Is that called speleology? It might be. I've, I, I, I'm only an amateur. I've never heard it referred to in such scientific terms. Uh, yes, uh, there's, a, there's a little club, but we never go down into the mine. Uh, there's plenty of natural potholes around. Uh, and caves uh, than to go down somewhere like here and just be examining beams and mining equipment. Not not to not to imply that such a thing would be dull, but it's not really our interest. Mm, fair enough. Anyway, uh, so I've got the equipment, so we might as well use the hole that's already been uh, dug. It means we'll save a few minutes. And she hooks a um, metal ring through, clasps it shut, locks it shut. Uh, She's got a heavy rope that she had around her right shoulder and underneath, and she ties it through, nice tight knot, tests it, tests it again. This, This shaft is, according to records, it's uh, going to go down at least... Uh, 30 feet so I've got a rope that's going to go down 50 oh well that that should be plenty (laughs) well you would hope wouldn't you okay uh, well who wants to go first 
well, I have no experience in this whatsoever, so... Uh, yeah. Well, let Order? me show you how to do it. Oh, yes, she please, yeah, she, she handles you. She gets a belt, clasps it around your waist, uh, puts some holsters over your shoulders, straps them on in around your abdomen, gives you a hook, gives you a couple of open rings, and puts a small, what looks like a... Like an ice hammer or ice pick in your belt. So all you should have to do is, as long as you are attached to the rope as you go down, um, well, you can only fall so far, it's only 30 feet, but let's let's assume you don't want to fall. Um, essentially, all you have to do with the second rope is, whenever you drop a little way, you can hammer in one of these uh, little hooks and attach your second rope to it. That's your safety rope. Then you can slide down the main rope, then attach another uh, hook in, and and so it goes. Now, I'm not suggesting you go first. I'm just telling you how you do it. I'll go first. I was only I was only joshing around. But I'll go down, I'll make sure all the safety gear is in place, and then really it's just going to be like climbing a ladder. I mean, you can be exciting and slide down if you want, but I don't recommend it for a first time. I, sh- I should be guided by your experience, my dear. Thank you. Wonderful. Uh, unless you want to go, Roger. You know this sort of uh, caper. Uh, I'll I'll go down second. If you if you want to, uh, you, I think it's only right that you lead the way. This is after all not our ground to be uh, to be first down on. Um, and then I'll I'll come down after you. Um, I'm quite conversant with the technique. Um, and then I can help Catherine down if necessary. Jolly good. Well, I'll see you down the bottom then. And off she goes. Occasionally calling up. You hear the tap, tap, tap. And the threading of rope. Oh, yes. She says. Yes, yeah, someone's definitely been down here. Here. Tap, tap, tap. Ah, there's still a hook down here. They left one behind. We'll make use of that. Tap, tap, tap. It really is quite far down. You'll find this interesting, Roger. There's some holes in the shaft as well. Looks like at one point they were probably stopping the lift and digging through. There's interesting shapes... Roger shouts down, Are there any horizontal passages leading off of this shaft? Uh, yes, there are. Uh, they don't seem, they're not terribly large. And I, I imagine only one or two people would have fit in. There's not enough size for like a, a cart or rail or anything. Probably exploratory tunnels. Ah. Tap, tap, tap. Oh. It's quite a thick odour down here. What of? It's, uh... A bit vegetation-y. Uh... Earthy. Tap, tap, tap. And... You see the rope is tugged taut... And then slacks again. 
Have you reached the bottom? And there is no response. Miss Fox? That's a bit strange. Odd. Make a weird roll, Roger. Three and a four. Well, you're divided. That rope pulling taut. Could have been a signal. Could have been, that's my signal, I've reached the bottom. Or, it's the kind of thing that would happen as someone pulls it taut when they reach the end of it and then it goes slack when they fall off of it. But the fact that she's not responding... I shout down again, just to make sure there's no response... Nothing. I'll crawl to... I'll get down on my hands and knees and and just go go to the edge and um, sort of direct my head torch down as far as it'll go to see if I can see anything. You can see where the ropes go. Uh, The rope and the safety rope. I presume the the light isn't strong enough to go down beyond a certain level so they kind of peter off into darkness. Exactly so. Roger picks up a stone, just a small stone, not a rock or anything, um, and tosses it down the shaft and listens for when it hits the bottom, counting the seconds that it takes to get there. Could you make a... We'll go for, again, it's a simple enough thing for someone such as yourself. We'll go for an influence roll uh, based on your mind. Remember, if you've been spending points to use your reduced dice pool. I now have four. Interesting. Two ones, a five, and a six. Yeah, the 30 feet, maybe 40 feet, you think? Sounds about right. Only takes a few seconds. So there was enough rope to get to the bottom then? Yes. I'd better go down and check. Yes, I think you had. I think you had. Do be careful though, Roger, won't you? Yes, yes, yes. I'll um, I'll report back as I go down. I'm just thinking... Perhaps... Have you, have you got a handkerchief or something, dear? Because I'm just thinking... She mentioned that smell. And it has been quite noticeable, hasn't it? That sort of earthy, pungent, weird smell. I'm trying to think if there might be anything that might release some sort of gas that smells that way, but could she, could she have... Could it be strong down there? And she's come across a pocket of it. And you think she passed out passed and out, fell yes. off the rope? Well, either that or just fell. I didn't really hear anything, did you? No, no, I didn't. But, um... Yes, better to be safe. I... Would have, I'm sure we would have heard something. She would have either slid down the wall, so we would have heard that, or we would have heard her hitting the, hitting the deck, wouldn't we? Put, put something over your mouth and nose, though. Um... Oh, hold on. I, I I dip into the voluminous inside pockets of my tweed jacket. There's bound to be one here some... Oh, yes, here we are. I pull out a cravat. Oh, perfect, dear. I'll, t- I'll tie that round. And I tie it round my face to cover my nose and mouth. And you start your descent. Now, 
Sarah has affixed the ropes in a perfectly reasonable fashion. Uh, it is halfway between a climb and a slide. There's certainly no danger to the descent. And so you go down, you go down, occasionally looking up, and you're able to see Catherine looking over the edge. Everything is fine. You're starting to see the holes and cracks in the walls that Sarah had described, uh, that miners may well have chiseled out of the rock at some points half a century ago or longer. Are you spending any time lingering at those, or are you going to continue your downward journey? Uh, I'm not going to linger at this stage because I'm more concerned about what's happened to Sarah. I will just mentally note uh, points of interest as I descend and and call up to Catherine uh, as I go down just to say, you know, 10 feet and everything's fine and so on. As you um, make your way a little further, you find yourself passing one of those cracks in the ground. Could you make a weird roll, please? A six and a two. Perfect. And for Catherine, simultaneously, could I have a weird roll from you, please? I got a one. Well, you're all right. Yeah. So what occurs simultaneously is threatening for one of you, not so much for the other, although distinctly unnerving, Catherine, you can hear from the entrance of the mine a sudden clang of metal. Oh my word, what was that? From the point in the shaft where Roger is, you feel something unmistakably grab you by the calves and pull. It's pulling you in toward the crack in the rock. Uh, I try to resist it. You're in something of a difficult position to resist, of course, uh, given that you're currently hanging from a rope. So you can make a body roll, please. We're going for a challenge in this case. The difficulty is a seven. Uh, I will add two points to this roll. From your body? Yes, from my body. Oh, I've rolled a five, so that makes seven. You pull back then with your legs. It is very much like there's one hand on your right leg, one hand on your left, and you are being pulled in an L shape into this hole. But with your right foot, you're able to kick forward, and your left, you're able to brace yourself on the side of the rock. With your arms, you're able to pull yourself up somewhat on the rope. You manage to slip free from whatever is gripping you, But the bounce back, the fact that suddenly you're lurching backward from the wall, you're no longer climbing on, you know, you're no longer holding on to what amounts to a rope ladder. You are now swinging by a rope. You realise you no longer have grip of the safety rope. You are just holding on to the climbing rope. Could I ask for another challenge? This one's only a six, only a six. And another body roll, please. Uh, Yeah, I'll make a straight roll. Uh, as a two, so regardless of what I do, I'll fail that. Yep. And down you go. You go sliding, sliding, and thankfully for you, 
it's a relatively soft landing. You still take a damage, uh, so take one off your body. Leaves two. You've winded yourself. I uh, take a moment to recover and, and then shout up the shaft to Catherine. Don't come down! What's going on? What was all that about? I heard... Did you fall? Yes. Are you all right? Do I need to go and get help? No, no, I'll be fine. There's something... I don't know. Just don't come down. What do you mean? Something what? It's it's like something grabbed hold of me on the way down. What? Like, Like it tried to pull me into the rock. Probably some kind of... Uh, airflow thing. Was it was it a vine or something? Did you get tangled on a vine? It couldn't. What are you talking about? It couldn't have been something grabbing you, surely. No, 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 no. It's probably some kind of uh, airflow phenomenon that's caused the air to pull me into the shaft as I came down. But it's very dangerous. Oh, stay where, up there. Where's Sarah? I don't know yet. Did you hear that noise? That metallic, that loud metallic clang. No, I was a little busy. No need to be snippy, Roger. I appreciate you're stuck down a hurt. You can get back up, can't you? Yes, yes, I oh, can climb fine. back up the rope. Right, it's you, fine. I'm just going to see if I can see anything. I'm just wondering if it might have been the grill at the front of the mine. Clanging. Could have been. Do you want to go and check? I think I should. Well, it's probably safer than it is down here. Well, well, no, look for Sarah. I'll go back and check in a moment. I'm just more concerned with what's going on with Sarah. Where is she? I don't know. I'll I'll scout around down here and see. Well, flash or torch around, dear. I'm flashing. I'm flashing. Roger, you're sure enough flashing a headlamp around, getting a sight of everything at the bottom of the shaft. Firstly, those cracks in the walls, there are more of them down here than there were farther up the shaft. Uh, There's also two tunnels that go off that are clearly mining tunnels, uh, where people would have once upon a time exited the lift and started digging into the earth. You can see Sarah's hard hat. You can't see her headlamp, uh, which she had actually wrapped around her forehead a bit like a bandana Uh, it was elasticated it wasn't on her hard hat and um, there's no other sign of her the ropes reach the bottom roughly well near enough to each other that she presumably placed them she presumably reached the bottom before just losing her hat most unusual about the ground around here is indeed how soft it is and you're able to look down and see the why of that. You are on a mixture of granite and rhyolites. It's it's hard ground, but there are pretty thick cracks in this ground that are filled with, well, flora, uh, organic matter. Are you getting close enough to see what kind? I'll call out first to see if uh, there's any sign of Sarah being down here 
uh, and see if I get a response that way first. All that greets you is this warm breeze that exists down here. It's still here, even this far down. Although, where you are right now, it appears to be something of a... Well, cyclone would be a strong word for it, but this appears to be something of a central chamber for it, because it's just a constant slight buffet of wind on your cheeks, in your hair, just circulating, and you think probably spiralling up the shaft and going its way toward the exit. Uh, it does mean there's ventilation shafts that have been dug around here, um, through here, which is necessary for a mine that goes deep into the ground, of course, and not just a shallow level. In, in which case I will inspect the ground, which seems unusual, more closely. Yeah. So you get down on your hands and knees to have a look at the ground and these cracks where everything's a bit soft and spongy and you can see why almost immediately there's a a great deal of moss uh, and lichen and fungus growing down here uh, growing between the rocks now could you do a mind roll Again, it's a simple one, a trivial one, so we'll go for influence. Uh, I've got a six in that pool. Okay. You have heard of some mines collapsing because of fervent uh, organic growth. Essentially, if, let's say, it's the sort of... Japanese knotweed situation when it comes to houses and vines you know they break through the stone and they make the entire place unlivable you can get that kind of thing with moss and fungus in mines as well it's rare it's pretty damn rare and it usually only affects soft stone limestone typically but it can be that an excess of moisture can result in the plant life growing so prolifically that the stones just become unstable to work through. Uh, it results in people digging tunnels and those tunnels just collapsing. They seem safe, and then within about two weeks, two months, one plant just grows a little too rapidly, and boom, everything collapses without warning. I, I make a mental note of this, but um, looking around, I make the assumption that it's not quite that far gone just yet no uh, indeed not in fact because this central shaft uh, which is cracked uh, in many many places does appear to be stable there's no small earth or rock deposits that have implied any kind of crumbling over the preceding 40 years since the mine has been closed it's in a situation of repose if you like what is uh, around me in terms of other shafts that lead off of this part at the base? So there's one that looks like it probably supported a cart and another that would have just supported men. Uh, you can gauge that simply on the fact that there is still a uh, cart line, uh, railway sleepers essentially, uh, on the ground 
heading down one of these tunnels and down the other it looks like it has been man-made but there's no such fixture. Uh, there are smaller cracks in the ground that could theoretically support a single person uh, going in sideways but that's hardly an efficient way of mining. Hmm. Um, I think I would be interested in the fullness of time probably favouring the cart line because it's going to be the larger tunnel but uh, I'm not prepared to go anywhere until Catherine gets back to the top of the shaft from her own exploratory trip. Catherine, you are making your way to the entrance of the mine, are you not? Yes, I'm going to go back and check and see if uh, something's happened to the gate. It's almost unsurprising. The gate is back where you found it when you arrived. It's in place. And the chain is back as well. But unfortunately, so is a lock. Not the old lock. A new one. All shiny and steel. I will stare at this in confusion for a moment. And then I'll go right up to the grill, look through, and see if I can see any sign of anybody. Um, I'll call out to see if there's anybody there. You see an old man, he's wearing an old wax jacket and tweed flat cap. He is hunched over somewhat, making his way to a car uh, on the grass, parked next to Sarah's. Uh, Excuse me? Excuse me, sir? Could you make a weird roll, please? I got a three. He doesn't turn around. He gets into his car. I'll whip off my hard hat, and as I'm shouting, I will bash the hard hat against the metal grill to attract his attention. Um, and also, you know, hopefully the movement might attract his attention if he is deaf. Okay, could you make another weird roll, please? A one. If he hears you, he makes absolutely no sign of acknowledging it. If he sees your movement, he makes no sign of acknowledging it. He starts up the car's engine and peels off. And I just stand there in complete shock watching this man drive away. Um, And then I will turn my attention eventually when I've kind of collected my thoughts to the the chain. Um, And see if I can sort of twiddle it around a little bit so I can actually see the padlock and maybe I mean is is the chain wrapped around just once so that I can sort of move it in a circle and get the padlock on the inside uh, the chain is wrapped in a figure eight uh, but uh, the the iron grate isn't so thinly placed that you can't slip your arm through it it's more a case of you don't really have much, uh, I guess, impetus behind you, physically speaking, trying to reach through and bash something. You can see the padlock, however, and you can handle it. Okay. Uh, the chain, I'm presuming, is the original chain. Yes. Right. It's uh, heavy and iron. Okay. Quite rusty like the padlock? Yeah, at least externally so. Okay. Um... Well, I can't really do anything particularly. Are there any decent-sized rocks 
near where I am that I can actually reach. Yeah, there's rocks on the inside of the tunnel. Okay, I think uh, I will have a go at selecting a decent-sized rock and battering the hell out of the chain from the inside in the hope that I find a weakness in the rust and might actually be able to, to actually break the chain. Yeah, so you are hoping that this slate uh, is more dense than iron. I'm not thinking rationally. No, no. Um, you're th- This is a perfectly natural thing to attempt, even though on some level Catherine does know that this is going to be more difficult than one would hope. Uh, the difficulty as such, the challenge is going to be a seven. And this is going to be body, isn't it? Yes. So I've got five in body. I haven't lost anything. Um, I think I will add a body. Is, is it just going to be a straight roll? It's just one roll. Uh, so you can add a. You can add as many points from the ability as you like. Or you can spend a weird... Uh, you can take a single point from the scene's weird pool to take from a different ability instead. I think what I will do is I will take another weird and I will use one of my soul points because I actually have six. Okay. And if all else fails, you can then take a second chance by drawing points from the weird pool. But let's see what happens. Catherine grits her teeth. And rolls a two. There are not enough points in the weird pool. Yeah, unless you can magic up four weird points from somewhere, <laughs> I think you've failed. No, I, I think Catherine's going to have a very bad day. Yeah, uh, you break the slate across the chain, and in so doing, you cut your hand open and take a damage to your body. I will uh, rummage around in my bag uh, and... I've got a handkerchief or a scarf or something in there that I can uh, bind around it. So I'll kind of give it a, a peremptory sort of dust off and uh, wrap whatever fabric I have around it, cursing silently under my breath. And then I shall go back. Nothing I can do with the grill, with the lock, with the with the chain at the moment. Perhaps if we explore deeper into the mine, we might find some old leftover tools or something a little more substantial um, to either remove the hinges or something take the gate off altogether from the other side Roger, you've been able to hear this clanging and banging, albeit dimly, in the distance Have you been doing anything or have you been diligently waiting? No, no, I've been I've been waiting and just, just looking around idly, really, but, but hearing all this banging, I do kind of call up the shaft to ask whether everything is alright. I don't know whether Catherine can hear that or not. Well, not at this time while she is banging the gate, but uh, something hears you. Could you make a weird roll, please? Two and a four. You hear a voice quite clearly. It's comes from farther up the shaft not all the way up to where Catherine is you think, probably from one of those cracks or smaller tunnels help me Miss Cox is that you help me please do I recognise the voice no it sounds male are you alright 
I'm trapped, help me. We're all trapped. Where are you? In the mine. Where are you? In the mine, it's a big place. Where are you? Follow the sound of my voice. Which is hard, easier said than done, given that it echoes a bit. I'm I'm assuming this was, what, halfway up the rope? Yeah. I'll start to climb up the rope to get a better idea of where this is coming from. Catherine, you arrive back at the precipice. Roger, you're ne- never going to guess what's happened. Some Some old man was out the front. He's put a bloody great new padlock on the gate, chained us, chained us in. I shouted to him and waved, got in his car, which was parked next to Sarah's, I would hasten to add, got in his car and drove off. What the hell are we going to do? Uh, I don't know. Well, find Sarah. She'll be able to sort something what? out, I'm sure. Where, how, where, is she, where has she gone? How could she have vanished? I'm just trying to find out, but... Something else has happened. Are you all right? Yes, yes, I'm fine, but I heard somebody else asking for help down here. Somebody else? Yes, maybe the graffiti people are down here or something. Oh, good Lord. I'm going to investigate. Well, be careful. Can I I do anything from up here? Do you want me to come down? Do you want to come down? I don't know if I should. Mind you, it's not like I can go for help, is it? Stay at the top for a moment. I'll call you down once I know more. Well, all right, if you're sure. Catherine, at the top, you recall beside the precipice running off in two different directions, there were smaller tunnels, one of which may well have operated or one of which may well have contained the motor for the lift once upon a time. You're not sure where the other one would have gone. Uh, So there are places you can explore if you want to leave the edge of the lift shaft I think I will stay where I am for the time being um, just in case I need to you know make my way down after Roger and uh, and help him with the people that are shouting out I'm going to climb up the rope I'll call back in ten minutes well, ten minutes just keep talking to me man if I go out of earshot I'll come back and call you within ten minutes out of earshot where dear I'm going to look down one of these tunnels oh oh I see alright I didn't know there were tunnels down there if I haven't called in ten minutes come down right alright then and I climb up the rope Yes, uh, you reach approximately where you think the voice was coming from. It's one of the wider cracks in the wall. You really can't place whether this is where your legs got ensnared. Uh, There are several of these cracks. This one is, well, narrow at one end, narrow at the other. It widens in the middle. It looks a little like a slightly pursed open mouth. Uh, It's a... You don't think that this has been dug into the ground. This appears to be a natural crack. But then you hear it again. Help me! Help me! 
Who are you? A digger. Miner. Man with a bloody axe. Where are you? In the mine. Do I work out which shaft this is coming from? It seems to be coming through this from this natural crevasse. I'm coming down. Hold on a moment. I'll, I'll try and um, ease my way into this crevasse. It's just wide enough for you to fit in on your front. I'll pull myself in. Down here? That's it, I can hear you're coming closer. Are you hurt? Yes, we're all hurt. We're all so badly hurt. How many of you are there? Help me. What do you need? Help. There's only one of me. How can I help you? You'll help us. Catherine, you're able to hear uh, your good friend Rogers shouts. He's clearly speaking to someone. You're not able to hear the person he's speaking to. Roger? Yes? Catherine's voice seems very distant to you now, Roger. Who are you talking to down there? I don't know yet. what, What are they saying? They need help. They? There's more than one of them. Yes. Are are you all right? Yes, I'm going further in. Be careful, Roger. I ease my way a bit further into the crack. Roger, the ground, the earth around you, stops feeling so... hard as it almost feels furry, uh, fluffy, soft and buoyant underneath your hands as you press down. There's a wetness to it as well. I'll shine my head torch on it. The ceiling, what there is of the walls, the ground such as it is where your stomach is uh, resting you can see you are entering it would be wrong to call it a cave it's not wide enough to be a cave this tunnel just seems to continue but it is thick it's lousy with these this fungus this purple and red fungus that's growing in caps very close to the earth's surface not on long stems but you can make out what it is there's something deeply unwholesome about you placing your hands in them could you make a challenge roll please on well in fact we're going to start applying the stage rules The walls are closing in. This is a foreboding challenge, so your soul. We start at a level four. Uh, I rolled a two. 
Ooh. Would you like to draw points from the weird pool? How many points are left in the weird pool? Well, you're in a new scene now, down here, so you've got three. Okay, I'll draw two. Okay. You swallow the need to back the hell up, although you may choose to do so anyway. If you had done that, you would have been backing the hell up without the aid of a rope at the other end, bearing in mind you are still halfway up a mine shaft. Uh, you are able to take in everything that's around you. You can't see anyone. You can't see any person, but what you can see amid these caps, these toadstool caps, it looks like a a trainer. Uh, a man's trainer or a woman's trainer? Difficult to see from here. It's not close enough. Could be either. It's uh, also streaked with this purple and red dusting, which you are already familiar with because you've tasted it. It's just out of reach. You're going to have to go deeper in if you want to grab this trainer. If you want to. Right now you have your sense. (laughs) You can control your actions. So what are you going to do? Whatever's going on down here, it needs the assistance of more than one person. I'm going to attempt to back out and climb back up to where Catherine is. The voice becomes more insistent. Help me! Don't leave me! Help me! I'm going for more help. I'll be back. This has been episode two of Solemn Vale, ran by Matthew Dawkins for Dirty Vortex Publishing, and with players Mark Norman and Tracy Norman of the Folklore Podcast. Music is made by Northumbria and used with permission from Cryochamber. Solemn Vale is currently on Kickstarter, funding now, and we would love it if you stopped by and gave us some backing. Thank you very much.